everyone what's up and welcome to another episode of Horace Tell Stories episode 21 to be exact and I'm here with Levi Kizikponga Kia ora. fuck those lights are bright bro Yeah bro Hard. Fucking like Hard a possum with a torch in the mm. bush That's it bro <laughs> uh, We also got, got Coach Joe back in the building as well Kia ora whanau. how was everyone? All good Good, good, yeah. good, good, good. good. And today we're very fortunate to have a guest uh, He's an ex-AFL player uh, his seasons from 2007 to 2014. Is that correct, bro? Yeah, yeah. Yep, played 93 games, scored 80 goals Ooh. for Essendon Bombers. Me. And that's the brother Leroy Jetta. What's happening, bro? No, no not much, bro. Uh, thanks for having me on, eh? No, yeah. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Shop Shop brother. Thank you for giving up your time, bro. I've been hassling you for a while, too, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think both the boys have been, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to over... Like, you know, they don't want to hustle yeah. him too much, like, fucking hit him You don't know if we're both doing it at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like, ah, oh, no, fuck these cunts, they're too much. <laughs> when did you message him, Pong? Monday, yeah. I'll do a yeah, Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> what time? Uh, <laughs> nice, but um, before we get into Pit and Peak, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Cuzzy's HQ. Woo, Bertram. Bertram, now, oh. if you're like us Māori boys and you miss that home fucking food, bro, you want that good kai, yeah. then um, head down to Bertram. I think the address is 4 Price Parkway. Mean. Cuzzy's uh, HQ, get yourself a hangi, get yourself a raw fish. I was, fish. The, uh, yeah. I was there yesterday, boys, popped in. I had to go down for a little meeting down those ways and it's mean. Yep. You got to suss out the Air New Zealand flight, bro, because that's the one that's carrying the kinners. And I think it's a <laughs> Monday afternoon, eh? Yep. 11 till 5. Yep. So get on down to Cuzzy's, get yourself a good feed. Um, Pit and Peak, boys. Pong. Um, yeah, fuck. Uh, Pit. Uh, fucking. Yeah, I think I had a little, had a little moment before we started the potty, but just in a bit of a situation, uh, managing a gym, but trying to do too much, I guess. You can't have too many hats on. Running the gym by myself, classes, manager. Trying to do clients, trying to do PTs, challenges, you can't do it all. Yeah, bro. Bro's, you know, he's, yeah, right. prime example, had a yarn. man. Turned down the manager's role, and it's it's one of those things you can't give 100%. It's the reason I one. turned it down, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and 100%. So um, next year, don't know whether to go just to being a PT, um, like I did when we first, you know, I didn't know as much as I know now. Yeah. Um, so it's a, I'll go on holiday and then um, come back and make a decision whether I just want to just do classes. I'd hate to leave the gym just because, you know, friends with a lot of people and I love the place. So you'd, you'd hate to kind of leave those people you've made good friendships with over the years. And that's, that's where I'm at with that. Um, but you know, if I PT, it's just a new challenge, just PT, but you've got to remember you've got four mouths to feed as well. Mm. Um, so that's the main, that's exactly. the most important scary. thing. Yeah. Fucking and it is, scary, but taking bro. a leap, yeah. had another meeting scary. with a manager who's, trying to offer me the same pay and give me 10% shares in the gym and I'm like, fuck, it's like I just don't know what to do. Yeah. Mm. So, um, oh, just got to go on holiday, get through that and then just worry about it next year. Just got to remember, bro, if you branch out by yourself, your own boss is Levi Ponga. That's either a good thing or a bad well, thing. Well, I do a bro. bit of both at the moment as well. And, you know, I love a good hustle and trying to grind. And when you're put in that situation where you have to, mm. you just, you, you, you know, you go up another level and... Eh? Get on the piss, bro, and take the day off. If you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the that's the. I'm looking at the I pros and cons, Monday. bro. <laughs> pros and cons. I can just fucking have a day off if I want to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like I've got a secure income as a manager, making money as PT, but not as much as I could potentially. But, mm. um, yeah. So that's the pit, but it is what it is. So looking forward to a new challenge next year. But um, yeah. Peak just finished a challenge. Fuck, being busy, eh? Back end of the year, and I had to kind of grind out, get the family back to New Zealand. Which I'm really looking forward to, but fuck nine grand for flights, bro. Crazy, eh? For the five of us, oh, cuz I'd rather go to Bali and just 
Actually, have this, some darts and a boot like yeah, the nephew. Yeah, but you know, you got to see the family, bro. Like having taken my little one back home. Looking forward to that. And the kids need to be grounded, bro. The old man reckons, son, come stay around home in Dannyburg. I was like, dad, my kids are used to the Crown Hotel. Dad, we can't mm. be coming there. But um, so, yeah, good challenge. Had some awesome results. Um, very happy for everyone that kind of completed it. And it's it's like the nephew would know, it's really rewarding when you see people put in the hard money. Get those results, but I done two back to back challenges pretty much for the first time. Sixteen weeks of fucking. Your challenges are life changing, bro, because they're tough. Yeah, it's they're tough, and it's different from the PT. It's you know what I mean. Like you're there all the time, so I have to follow up. But yeah, fuck, you can't really scale it too big because it's hard to give everyone a hundred percent attention when it's too big. So. But fuck, it's awesome, mate. So that's pit and peak for me, boys. Back to back boat parties too, bro. Oh yeah, uh, Friday, boys. I'm there. Friday, I'm there. I'm not yep, missing this one, bro. Yep. Leeway. <laughs> 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 leave passing now, boys. Put the leave passing. Uh, Joe. Right, I got two uh, peaks, boys. Uh, the first one is I got to meet old James Smith. PT <laughs> boys, <laughs> yeah. I just sort of uh, I went to a seminar, the C Word. He's got a new book out called. Um, how to be confident. Great book, bro. I've, oh, I'm only about 20 to 30 pages in at the moment. And this whole year, I've rubbished him, eh? Every yeah, single podcast, I've fucking rubbished I'm a hypocrite, bro. Yeah. And then he caught me. And then his um, seminar was off the chain, bro. Yeah. Off the fucking chain. And anyway, um, one of the boys there, he's a PT as well, up at Muscleverse Malaga. And um, he was like, ready to have a yarn with him outside because he knows a couple of the boys that were um, touring with him. So I said, I'll come, you know, come get a photo, all that sort of carry on cuss, and then fuck, we're in there, in there, yep. having a yarn. Fanboy. Nice, Fanboy, yeah, bro. Yeah, Fangirling. Yep. Yep. And then um, uh, the other peak, I just got my young fellas a, um, a extracurriculum tutor. So obviously I sort of recognised that um, when people come and see me for their PT, they're looking for a professional to help them with their journey because they're unsure of what to do. Same with me with trying to fucking give Homework to my kids, eh, bro? Yep. I'm useless as. Yep. I'm fucking useless. Bro, do you know what, um, how to do place values? Have you ever heard of place oh, values? Fuck knows, bro. I got fuck a calculator is. on my phone. Yeah, exactly, bro. And then fucking the tutor come around and she started um, having a bit of a yarn to Titan. You know, he's only six. And then she said, oh, do you know how to do place values? The bro goes, yep. Then she starts getting into it and I was just surprised at how quickly he was engaged and just that new style of learning, bro, just something that I couldn't give, bro. So I just sort of caved in and got the professional. She got you. She, yeah. she sold you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck. Um, it's, fuck, I asked my son what three plus one was the other day and you reckon six. I said, oh, fuck, you're playing up, son. <laughs> so maybe he needs a tutor too. Sporter. <laughs> Can't sports, be both. Bro, yeah. <laughs> and then the, uh, the pit of the week. Fuck, I just don't want this year to end, boys. Mm. I do not been good want up. this year. It's been, been a good year. Good year, yep. good year, bro. Yep. Yeah, that's me, bro. Awesome, bro. Uh, Leroy? Uh, my pit for me, uh, <clears throat> I work around the mine, so I head back Tuesday, and it probably leads into my peak. Um, I just found out last week my daughter's getting two awards. So yeah, yeah. Year, nice. you get top students get awards and that, so I just found out last week that she's getting two, which is um yeah awesome for the family and that, but uh, like, yeah, the pits, yeah, I'm not going to be able to yeah, be here. Be it's a hard one, eh, bro? Mahi, bro. Mahi, bro. Assembly, so mm. um, 
Yeah, that's me, yeah. yeah. But it's, um, your daughter's been carving up. Hey, bro, we've seen a few of your videos, both, all your kids. Yeah, so lucky they got um got my talents, not the mum. <laughs> 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 they won't be doing too well. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't hear this. But, uh, <laughs> She's going to hear this. <laughs> um, no, yeah, doing all right. So, um, yeah, we just try and put them into as many sports as we can, you know, instead of yep, them mean. sitting at home on the iPads or on the game nonstop. So, yeah, mean, mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice, bro. Uh, my pit, boys, I, I don't have a pit. Um, my 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 week my actually last month has been mean mean mm. nothing to complain about bro uh, so I'll just go straight into the peak obviously went to Bali again last <laughs> week boys <laughs> two times in Bali in a fortnight uh, this time for for our work Christmas party you know it's just fucking three days of carnage bro fuck that's mean eh work Christmas party in Bali mm. I met his boss this week too uh. mean yep. good one. Oh, I just asked him about his finances and what's happening with the old ta- tax evasion <laughs> and how you can get five of us workers over to Bali, bro. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm skeptical. Yeah, I'm yeah, skeptical. Because yeah. he doesn't drink either, but he was ripping in, bro, over there. Was he? Dang. He cut loose, bro. And the Rattlers. Gotta, gotta love that, eh? <laughs> on the Rattlers. Gotta love that. Yeah, That's hard. fucking on. Yep, so yeah, cheap darts, bro, cheap piss. Mean. That was it, not much eating. It was fucking <laughs> on. On, brothers. <laughs> Uh, but that's pit and peak for another week. Uh, so, Leroy, brother, let's let's get into your story, bro. Tell us tell us about your background. Whereabouts you from, there? Yep. So I'm a, a Noongar man from Perth. Um, grew up about 160 k's um, southwest of Perth, a small country town called uh, Pendulary. Mm. Uh, back then, when I was growing up, the population was probably 1,500, 2,000 people. Yeah, yeah. Used to right. live there. Um, country town, eh? Small mm. country town. One main street, couple of pubs, footy oval. Yeah, couple of shopping or one shopping centre IGA. That's about it. Mm. Um, now its population is probably seven hundred people, so it's sort of declined over the years. Um, Why would that like, be, bro? It's like most country uh, towns, eh, bro? For not jobs. much going on. Yeah, jobs. Yeah, a lot jobs. of it's a farming area. A lot of people move away to go to schooling and stuff mm. like that. Um, but yeah, still got family that live there. Still go back occasionally to catch up with them and stuff like that. But um, yeah. Grew up there till I was about 14, 15, and then, yeah, moved to Perth for schooling. Yeah, nice. How, how was your childhood? Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. Um, both parents still together, were together back then. Um, you nice. know, I had younger siblings. I loved growing up in the country. Like, mm. uh, finishing the school, I'll go out and play footy, basketball till, you know, yeah. street yeah. lights come on, then I go yeah, home. Yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Whereas nowadays, you can't, yeah. you can't go to the park. <laughs> or there's, you know, so much stuff going on. So, uh, yeah, my childhood was, yeah, awesome. Yep. No, awesome, bro. And um, when did you first start playing footy? I uh, started playing Auskick probably around six or seven. Um, yeah, since I can remember, always had a footy in my hand, walking yep. around town with cousins and that, always playing footy, yeah. Was that something that you always wanted to do? Like, was being like a professional footy player is always something that... No, nah, not really. Um, I just always did it, but I always played like, other sports. I played basketball, yep. a bit of soccer, cricket, because mm. growing up in the country town, there wasn't... Much, much else to do, just sport, sport, sport. So it wasn't until I was about 14, 15 where I started making uh, development squads, state squads that I sort of started taking it a bit serious. Yep. Yeah. Because I, I actually read about that, bro. Like um, you did have a lot of like early achievements earlier yeah, yeah. on with your, like how you said your states and um, fuck, there was a few in um, Wikipedia that I was reading. Uh, I can't remember what it was, but something to do with, I know you're one of the top players in Australia or, or something like that. Yeah, so I uh, tried out for schoolboys, which is year 10. Um, yep. Lucky enough to make that. Um, went over to Brisbane and then 16s come around. And I made that as well. I mm. uh, had a pretty good carnival and me and another mate from WA got voted the best player yep. in the whole 
hold carnival that year. So, yeah, we're pretty much the best players in the country at 16, yeah. Fuck, that's Hopefully. mean achievement, bro. Yeah. Actually, just one thing, bro. You're going to have to hit up Wikipedia, bro, because yeah. they've got your weight down as 175 <laughs> kilos. <laughs> <laughs> you have to well, sort well, them out. probably been on there and changed a few things. But to, to, like, try and put that into perspective for some of the listeners and that, like, how, how many pay, uh, players were involved in, like, a carnival? Like yeah, so each state obviously picks probably 25 or 30 players and then you got, yeah, what, seven or eight states that go go and compete. There's two different divisions. Division yep. 1, which is the main footy states, uh, WA, South Australia, Victoria. And then you got Divi- Division 2, which is like, yeah, Queensland, NT, Tasmania. Yeah, right. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty big achievement and something that I only looked back over the books the other day and was like, oh, shit, I actually won this. So yep. I actually forgot about it, you know, and Mrs. oh, you know, maybe bring that up. So... Yeah, probably big achievement back then, but yeah, looking back on it now, yeah, it's yeah, quite massive, yeah. Because no, you sort of know that the boys are get, that are going to take that next step into professional football are those ones winning those small achievements, you know, under 16s, 18s, 19s mm, and stuff like yeah, that, bro. Yeah, so. so looking back on it now, like some of the guys that win these awards now, or have come second or runner-up, they're still playing. Like the guys I've played against back then, well, Joel Selwood, he only just retired. He's probably one of the greats of the game. You know, I was winning these awards before. Yeah. For him and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, looking back on it, yeah, it's a pretty massive achievement, yeah. <coughs> That's great. For sure, for sure. And then uh, you went on to AFL draft, yeah? <laughs> Correct. How, how old were you then? So I got drafted at 18. Um, 18. Yeah. Is that the general age? Yeah, general age is 18, yep. How does that work, bro? Like, because neither of us, yep. you know, know much about AFL or how that kind of works. So yeah, so it's not like rugby league where you get to, you can get, they can sign you whenever yeah. you know. It's uh, your name gets put in a hat, yep. and they just whoever if you finish AFL, if you finish bottom of the ladder, you get the first pick, and it's so yeah, on. So kind of like the go. NBA, yeah, kind of yep. like how that works. Uh, yeah, exactly how that works. Yeah, so you don't get to choose where you want to play or if you want to stay home in WA. It's just. Luck of the joy, really, and wherever your name gets picked out, that's where you end up going. Because you find a lot of WA boys <laughs> are scattered around the country. I don't even know that half of them are from WA, you know? Yeah, yeah, so there's heaps all throughout the AFL, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> do you do, like um, like how they do in the NBA... Um, Trades? Oh, nah, like go around and do, like, um, fucking training, training camps, camps for different sides and that before that? Uh, yeah, yeah, so under 16s, uh, there's a thing called AIS where you... Um, you go to a club for a week and you sort of just train with them, get to know the standards, like stuff like that. So AIS is where they think you, you're a pretty good chance of getting drafted. Yep. So they'll put you to a club, train with them for a week, you stay at an actual player's house mm-hmm. and you just sort of learn the routines, what they eat, how they go about it. And I was lucky enough to go to Sydney when I was, yeah, 16 and I'm, I was with Adam Goods for a week. So yeah, right. Yeah. That's awesome. And he's, yeah, obviously Brownlow medalist, superstar yeah. of the oh, game. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, it was with him for a week and it was, yeah, it was an awesome experience, yeah. It would have been a bit of a, um, almost like a shock to you, eh? Just being a part of something like that. Oh, it was. He was a superstar of the game then. And I was, you know, staying at his house, I don't know where he stayed in Bondi, somewhere, big yeah. two-story match. It would have been <laughs> mad, man. <laughs> from the country, <laughs> just like, oh, what's going on here? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And then, so you, you got drafted. Do you remember what number you got drafted? Yeah, so I was pick 18. Yeah. I was originally touted to go top 10 and uh, I had a year off after school and sort of, Played around a bit with, uh, as you do, you know, yeah. school and that, and getting involved in the outcome and stuff like that. I sort yeah. of lost track a little bit, but um, yeah, still lucky enough to go pretty high. Yeah, yeah, number eighteen. Yeah, who do you, are there any um, players in the that were in that draft still currently playing now? Yeah, well, uh, Joel Selwood, as I mentioned before, yeah, I think he only just retired. They won the grand final uh, yep. recently, and he retired, so he was in my draft year. Um, Tommy Hawkins, he also played for Geelong. Uh, I think Paddy Ryder. 
Um, yeah, it was heaps. Basher Hooley yeah. just retired as well. Basher Hooley. <laughs> yeah, so. true. So you got drafted to uh, Essendon, bro. Um, how, first of all, how was it like moving over there for you? Uh, I was pretty lucky. I went to school with a, a guy named Paddy Ryder who I – yeah, he he got drafted to Essendon a year before me. So yeah. um, I was lucky enough to move straight in with him as soon as I got mm. drafted. So I got drafted the next day, packed my bags, and I was – Pretty yeah, much gone, the next gone. day, stuck right into it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they chucked me in with him for the first uh, three or four months, and then uh, Mrs. moved over after that, and we got our own place. So. Oh, nice, bro. Did you get homesick at all? No, nah? uh, a little bit at the start, but yeah, obviously with him being there and the Mrs. moving over straight after, it was um, pretty easy um, transition. Transition eh? for me, yeah. Yep. No, nice, bro. And, and how was it um, going into the kind of professional scene? Uh, uh, it was a bit scary first day you rock up and, you know, I think the guys had just finished training, they were getting massages and some of these guys were like bloody wrestling, Legends, wrestling eh? finger range, like they just, you know, cut, been in the system for years and yep. not, a, not an ounce of body fat on them. And just conditioned, eh, like, bro? Yeah, like, <laughs> what have I got myself in this sort of thing? But, um, no, it was awesome meeting all the guys. Like, you've obviously seen these guys play play footy before and you mm. look up to them and stuff like that. So it was just, yeah, like a real eye-opener. Who were the so, top dogs, bro, in that, in that team when you first went over for, on your uh, draft? Uh, so there was James Hurd. Uh, Matty Lloyd, Scotty Lucas, um, Adam McPhee, McVeigh, Joe Watson, yep. all these guys. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Legends Joe of the Watson. Club. Mm, Bro, was, yeah. it, was it an easy transition as a rookie, like to try and mingle with the team and stuff, or did they make you make it quite hard for you being a rookie as well? A uh, bit of both. Um, they sort of did make it hard with training, like you had to earn your respect, uh, their respect. Um, yeah. Training-wise, you had to you know, show you're there to actually train and earn your spot. Yeah, um, yeah. But no, at the same time, they were pretty cool. Yeah, sport yeah. in general, though, yeah, eh? all, yeah. sports, all sports, eh? You sports, can't same. let that rookie get one <laughs> over you because I want my sport and I want my longevity in this team, you know? Yeah, that's, no, yeah. 100%, bro. Preseason. Yeah. How's that, bro? <laughs> well, I used to hate preseasons, eh? Uh, obviously, a lot of running. Um, I wasn't really uh, aerobic athlete. I was mm. more just like speed, 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 speed. And we were doing 1Ks, you know, 30-second rest, 1Ks, 30-second rest uh, uh. every second day. Um, I found it pretty hard. The sorry, bro. Thirty years. second rest after oh, you've just done one k, bro. Yeah, it was about a minute. Sorry, sorry. Oh, even a minute, bro. <laughs> so we're Jeez. doing one. Our main running session would be like a one k, and they they set times for you um, around your two k time trial. Yep. Yep. Um, so I might be like say four minute one k's, minute twenty rest, straight into it again. Because that's um, what you guys sort of. Uh, that's your main test is the 2K run, 2K, eh, bro? Yeah, that was ours. But every what's what's the fastest time you're looking at there, bro? Uh, for me, six like I said, I was really endurance. I was, yeah, just over six, so maybe like 6.30. So ah, like that's three, quick, bro. 3.45, yeah. 1K. Even, um, like, you know, Fuck. coming over here, never really watched AFL, but watching the game often and you respect the fitness, bro. Respect I had a little it, look. Yes. Even their yeah, beep test times, um, yeah. a few of the records and stuff, like are held by AFL because yeah. they cover a lot of Ks, eh, on their field. For yeah, half a mar- Some of them are running half a marathon, eh, bro? Yes, yeah, so I think some are like 16, 17 Ks a game. That's the midfielders. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Got to respect it, bro. Straight. What position are you, bro? Uh, I played when I first started. I played uh, as a forward, so I tried yep. to kick the goals and that. Yep. But as I sort of got fitter over the years, I played a bit of midfield as well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Are you quite small for a forward, bro? Yeah, yeah. So I'm like a yeah, so a rover. So I, I, I sort of crumb off the guys. I try to mark the ball. I try to get at their feet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Fuck. Hectic, bro. Mm. Hectic. The fitness and that. Even even the work off the ball. Like I've been to a couple. Yes, bro. Like the I work see, off you know, the ball. You don't hey. see a lot of it on TV. But yeah. when I'm going to go watch it live, just the work that they're doing off Running the ball, bro. Is, a 400 is, meter run mm. to get into space for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> for nothing, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like you're running all the way down, eh? Yeah, fuck, yeah. you got to be fit, bro. Yeah. And they're quite um, like 
It's quite, it's, it's quite scrappy, bro. Yeah, it's bro. entertaining it's to niggly. watch. It's niggly. just sitting next to each other. The ball's not even there, and they're just fucking chucking elbows. Yeah. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it, bro. I enjoyed it. Is um, there a technique to that, bro? Are you trying to elbow them in the gut or something like that, bro? Or in the no, rib, it's, rib it's shots? Normally, uh, it's normally the defenders, so they like to get under your skin. I remember one game, a guy called Stevie Baker. It was a preseason game. There was nothing, nothing, mm. no points, nothing up for grab. Ball would be 200 metres, but he's just sitting there, bloody girl, elbowing me, punching me. <laughs> <laughs> pre-season game, I think it was a great final pre-season, but still, it wasn't nothing. And next thing you know, we're both bloody, our jumpers are ripped, we're just falling yeah, yeah. yeah. scrap, yeah. yeah. But it worked, though, eh, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it worked, yeah. bro. Yeah. Game, yeah. <laughs> okay, bro, so t- talk us through some of your, your, your years. So how, how was your first year as a player there? You, did you get injured? Yeah, so I was lucky enough. I did I actually got pretty pretty fit my f- preseason. And me and a guy that got drafted the same year, Alan Davy, who's yeah one of my best mates. We uh, yeah. had a pretty good preseason, and we both were lucky enough to play round one. So mm. um, played round one over in Adelaide, which is a team that I grew up um, barracking for. Yep. Um, a guy by the name of Andrew McLeod, who's absolute superstar. Um, that's why I barracked for Adelaide, and then yeah, lucky enough to play round one against mm. him or against Adelaide over there, which we hadn't beaten Adelaide over there for. Oh, I think five, ten years or something, then yeah, we right. end up getting the win round one. Yep, yep, yep. Nice, bro. Um, how many how many games did you play that year? Uh, I think I got injured round four. Um, yep. Landed awkwardly and bloody split my groins open and had to get uh, surgery pretty much straight away. Wow. <laughs> so that that was your first that first year first, done. Yeah, yeah, done. How long were we out for that, bro? Uh, what does that set you back? I had OP surgery, so they just give you a little snip both sides. I think I was only out for that year, and then the preseason, I got back into it again. Just make sure they didn't touch the old fella on the way down there, bro. Be <laughs> careful, sure eh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was your rookie year. Uh, second year coming into it? Yeah, second year I come back uh, much fitter. I'm not too sure how many games I played the second year, but um, yeah, I was over the OP, and uh, I think I might have played 10 or 12 games yep. the second year, yeah. Yep. Out of all the years that you've had there, which which year would you say was was one of your best years, if you can remember, bro? Uh, probably 011, 012 I played. Yep. We got a new coach in. Um, had a really good preseason. Who was that um, coach, bro? Uh, James Hurd. Oh, James Hurd. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you played and and was coach. And coach. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, so he come in. I remember not coming home because we get eight, ten weeks off mm. end of the season to do what you want, travel, come home, whatever, and. Uh, I think I come home for two weeks and then got back to Melbourne and got stuck back in the preseason. So I started early. I wanted to get you know a leg up on the on, on my teammates. Mm. Got back stuck in the training. Had awesome preseason and played every game that year. Yeah, nice, oh, nice, oh, man. Wicked. Did you um, end up making finals? At all uh, I think end of 12 we might have made a final, but yeah, we lost. Yeah, lost, yeah. <laughs> no, no good, bro. No good. You would have had a lot of good times though, eh? Oh, a lot of good good footy trips, a lot of, a lot of uh, good footy trips yeah. in that, bro. <laughs> yeah, what does the end of season look like, bro? Is that a Bali trip as well, is it, bro? Uh, I think my first three years, it was Vegas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, 18, 19, 20, yeah, obviously couldn't get any of the clubs or anything, but just pool parties, um, 20. Oh, because the teammates. age would have been, yeah, what, 21? 21, yeah. 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 Pool so, parties and fucking... <laughs> A <laughs> um, lot of shopping though. I used to go across with nothing in my suitcase and come back with all the Jordans. Obviously, I was yep. into Jordans yep. back then, and they didn't have it out in Australia, so I used to travel over there and bring back a suitcase. Did for the club pay for that? No, 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 no. Yeah, fuck. It was just the boys, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boys trips, eh? Yeah, I know how they go, bro. <laughs> You've yeah, been no, on, that was You've pretty good. We organised it probably mid-year and yep. throw ideas out, and then whatever come up with, obviously give you enough time to put away. Vegas, Vegas baby. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to boys trip in Thailand soon, actually. <laughs> yes, yes. Pretty exciting. 
not gonna lie. <laughs> what happens in Vegas does not stay in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Some wisdom, Fano. <laughs> uh, okay, bro. So there was a um, bit of a rough patch at Essendon, bro, with the um, the the doping. Yep. Um, how many players were a part of that? I think there were pretty much a whole squad, bar maybe two or three. Yeah, right. Yeah. Fuck, that's rough, eh? It was the um, was it Serum A4, bro, that they were using? Uh, <laughs> was, was, oh yeah. Well, it's, all it does is just help with um recovery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Just address, yeah, soft tissue injury recovery. Yep. So that obviously it sends that sort of chromosome or whatever it was straight to the <clears throat> to the soft tissue, bro. Mm. And it was repairing like. Bro, 50 times quicker than it would just on its own, bro. Is yeah, that okay. similar to like the Sharks in the NRL? It was exactly the same um, trend. Did you meet that fella, bro? The, um, what, what? Uh, Stephen Dank, is that the one? Thanks. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was the, for both. Yep. He was the trainer for both. The trainer for both. Yeah. So obviously you, you had no idea that it was an illegal substance or... or nah, so start of the pre-season, they sat us down with doctors from the AFL, our doctors... Stephen Dank and they said, "Look, we're going to be on the supplement program. Whatever you're, we're going to give you, it's all about board. It's been ticked off. There's nothing illegal about it. There's you're not going to get tested for it, or it's not going to show up. So, yeah, pretty much everyone signed up for it bar three because they were scared of needles or whatever. Yeah, oh, so they tell you take so it. We were getting injected. Yeah, yeah, right. But how can you blame anyone, bro? For for like these are these are the top of the line doctors. Mm. They're saying this is what <clears> you need to be doing as a um." A professional footy player, yeah, yeah, respected professionals, especially being yeah. young too. Like you, you, you don't trust, and if everyone's doing it, yeah, you know, you're going to trust the process as well and just go ahead with it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, so we had AFL doctors come in. Our doctors say, big bloody slideshow saying what we're going to be giving you, what it is. It's not illegal. It's all been signed off. So obviously we're all going to. Say yes to it. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Yeah. Same I would have done the COVID, same. Like a COVID vaccine, you know? Like <laughs> exactly, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. Hey, uh, fuck, I was rubbishing the vaccine for ages and I had to get it because uh, of me. Yeah, same, bro. I had bro. no choice. They so wouldn't fuck. let me in the gym if I didn't get it, bro. <laughs> bro I, I got it and then all the off. mandates started dropping. I was like, oh, fuck. Sake, exactly. Fuck. Oh, fuck, it was pissed that off. Hustle, bro. Bro. Oh, yeah. I felt hustled, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that all happens, bro. And then all of a sudden, you just get fucking told, yeah, you can't play. Yeah, so I think start. I think it was start of uh, 2012 preseason. We've come out. Everyone's looking massive, put on muscle, fit as we ever been. And I think that's when AFL started asking questions. You know, what sort of program they're on? The Coach Joe program. <laughs> five to seven kilos, just muscle, and I could still run. I cover quicker, all this sort of stuff. So yeah, I think the AFL started asking questions, and then uh, the end of that season, I think yeah, is when it all sort of come out. Yeah, right. And do they what? Piss test or something like that, just test you all or Yeah, well the funny thing is they were testing throughout the year and there was no no one tested positive for any it's of this. Because it's not a s it's not a steroid, bro. It's just yeah. like a just a recovery yeah. tool. Obviously it is fucking um banned or whatever it was, yeah. bro. Or not even banned, I I just think it was for sport. So it's not mm. banned, but in sport you're not allowed to use it. Yeah. Yep. Or yeah, banned. It's banned in sport, sorry. It's not illegal, yep. just just banned in sport. Yeah, so I think mm. the end of the investigation was because we were taking stuff, they saw it as putting the game into a disrespect sort of thing. So, you know, we're being injected with stuff that's obviously helping us recover quicker. I mean, mm. we played one game and then two days later we'll play another game, Anzac Day. So we are getting these shots straight after the game. Two days later, feel Fucking amazing. amazing. Yeah. Like we had played, you know, no doms, no soreness. Yeah. Yeah. None Fuck. of that sort of stuff. So. 
Yeah, so where do I get some of this? Because <laughs> my Achilles is playing right off, <laughs> my hammy. <laughs> so um, after all that, you you couldn't play. How how long was that for? Yeah, so I think after 2012, it took them like two years till the investigation was up. Um, I finished up in 2014. I was out of contract, mm. or actually out of contract at Essen, but me and the missus, we had twins, you know, they were quite young, so she wanted to move back, we moved back, and then I tried to get uh, signed up by Essen, uh, by Freo or West Coast, but they had all their small forwards sorted, so um, I just signed up for Pill Thunder, just a local club here in the Waffle. Waffle. Uh, the Grey Down, yeah. Um, yep. And then did the whole preseason with about a week to go before the season starts. I go, oh, you've been suspended. You're going to have to miss a whole year. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just did all the hard work over the preseason. And then, yeah, I think 40 of us got banned for a year. And the Sharks too. <laughs> yeah, bro. So, yeah, that was uh, 2015. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Was that hard? Did that play like a mental effect on you at all? Oh, definitely. I was I was down for quite a while. Like my mental health was wasn't great. I didn't want to leave the house. Mm. Um, yeah, I was struggling heaps for about probably six months. Yeah. How how did you like respond from that from that bro? Like, what did you do to try and get better? I suppose. Um. Well, yeah, it was pretty hard. I couldn't because it's a a, a wider um, ban. I couldn't go to the local. Uh, basketball. I couldn't play basketball. I couldn't watch my kids play. I couldn't go to any sporting you events. So I was banned from all that. Fuck sort of you, stuff. serious? That's a bit no, um, excessive. Eh? Touch. Not even, touch <laughs> not even social. Not even social basketball. Touch nothing. I couldn't yeah. play any sports. No for sports. Year. So what was the um, what would the punishment have been if you were seen watching uh, your kids play sport? Not too sure. I definitely would have been probably extended ban. Extended ban. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That's rough, bro. Mm. Um, for me, I found hitting the gym every day is all I could do. Is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, I could go do weights, do whatever, swim. So I, I was pretty much just smashing the gym nonstop for a, for a good year. Yeah. 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 True, bro. Um, racism, bro. Yeah. Did you ever encounter any racial abuse on the field? Uh, personally, me, I haven't, but I remember the missus uh, was at a game. This is for Peel, um, mm. and she heard some guy having a go at me, called me, you know, Black Sea or whatever. And yeah, I, obviously, I didn't know because I was playing, but I have my, you know, kids there with her, and she told me afterwards. Uh, I couldn't believe you know what I mean. Like this day and age, it still happens. It still, still happens, happens eh, bro. I, I just find that um, Australians way behind the eight ball in regards to like racism in sport, bro. Yeah, yeah. So like, I think only last week. The investigation into the Hawthorne yeah. allegations of racism yeah. and trying to push that to, to sleep as well, you know, like they're trying to push it under the rug or whatever it was yeah. last couple of weeks. I just thought always, because like, you know, I think Indigenous make up 2% of the Australian population, but then they make up 15% of the AFL, bro. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, like it's, that's a crazy, crazy stat. Yeah. And, um, I just, because in New Zealand, obviously we had a, um, but it was in the 1960s, we had the, the, when they went to travel to South Africa, they weren't allowed to take any Maori players over, bro. And New Zealand just uproared, you know, like they just yep. uproared. How could, stupid. It was stupid, bro. Mm. But that's when the apartheid in South Africa was happening at the at the time. And I just don't think by the time that we were born, we just didn't see a hell of a hell lot of, of a it, lot bro. Of it. We didn't, yeah. yeah, we didn't see it. Well, bro. that's also why a lot of South African people actually support the All Blacks. You still see some of them wearing All Black jerseys. Yes. I heard so it's because yeah. yes, bro. the All Blacks... We're in racist. Yeah. So you get South Africans actually supporting All Blacks yeah. still to this day. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. It just blows your mind to think it's still going on. Like even uh, Whitaker's chocolate 
change some of the labeling to te reo Māori. Yeah. And you see people oh, on Facebook yeah, putting in their comments. It's hard like, sometimes. It's I don't. I don't trust. I don't trust the media and so, mm. like they're just yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. trigger you. Well, people don't even probably think that, bro. But yeah, they'll just you put see it some in, comments. Just one person putting a story up. Yeah, yeah. Some people just fucking. It blows your mind to think that people are still like that to this day. It's fucking. What influenced the um like um I think the. F- was Nicky Winmar, bro? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He's, that's my uncle. He's from the actual. Oh, is he, bro? From the same town as him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, he was a bit of an icon in the nineties. Um, yeah. Was it the nineties, bro? Yeah, nineties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That he that he stood up and sort of put things in place, and the code of conduct had changed. And yeah. yeah so I was just looking at it before. I think it was yeah twenty five years ago where that you know he lifted his shirt up and pointed at his skin. That was yeah, twenty five years ago and. Yeah, they've got a big statue outside the new stadium here, so yeah, um, that's yeah. pretty massive. But yeah, like I said, it still goes on. There's still plays this year that has happened to Adam Goods. It happened to Goodsy, yeah. uh, the last couple of years Goodsy. where they made a big documentary about it. Yeah, yep. Um, yep. and it, yeah, it's, it's amazing me that it still goes on to this day. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the only way to stamp it out is to stand up, though. You know, like there was took those one players for everyone else to sort of yeah, step yep. into line and realize that ah, you're more than that. You know, yeah. And the one with Adam Goods, I think it was a 13-year-old girl who yeah. called him an ape or whatever yeah. they called him and it took him to, you know, point, point her out and he didn't want to have a go at it. He was like, oh, I just want to educate educate you about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, but no, like I said, it still goes on. It's it's, it's not good for the game. It's not mm. good for... Uh, it's good to hear, bro, that you weren't influenced by a hell of a lot of racism. Like, that's that's promising. Yeah, yeah, it is. But um, speaking to a lot of the other AFL players, yeah, like you said, they st- it still happens. It's not really the players; it's just the supporters, yeah, um, yeah. people that aren't involved in the game. It's yep. might take one idiot to come to the game and say something to you. And, yep, and that's the thing; and it ruins everything for everyone else. Kids mm. ain't born racist, eh? Hey? No, they're, they're, they're raised that way. They're taught that way. Yeah. So yep. yeah, fuck. Um, so since not being in the AFL, bro, obviously you've been playing in in the waffle year. Yep. Yep. What else have you been doing as well? Um, I found it pretty hard. Uh, Job-wise, I did a lot of youth work, trying to find, you know, what I what I wanted to do after footy. Um, they do give you one day a week, yeah, uh, to go and do traineeship, apprenticeship, all that sort of stuff. But you know, being young and dumb, you're like, oh, I'm going to play AFL for ten years or fifteen years. You yeah. know what I mean? But uh, yeah, you do a knee or you do something, and then you're pretty much done. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot of lot of different jobs. Um, a lot of youth work. Uh, playing a lot of footy, a lot of country footy. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I've got a nice job away on the mines, just doing eight and six. So and it's in Boddington, which is an hour from oh, where yeah. I live. So. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. not the mines, bro. It's a drive. It's, um, uh, <laughs> Newmont, is it? Newmont, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a podcast away, bro. That one. <laughs> <laughs> but was it difficult, bro? Like finishing up, you know, in the I guess the professional kind of era. Oh, definitely uh, on, on a lot of different levels. You know, going from earning so much coin to coming yeah. back and earning not even half that or a quarter of that. Yeah. Um, the lifestyle, yeah. Like you said, the working, getting a, getting a job and stuff like that, a normal job. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was Not pretty hard. The rat race, especially <laughs> something you love so much. Yeah. You know, it'll be hard to let that go. Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. All, I, all I knew was playing footy growing up. That's all I wanted to do. So when that sort of ended, it was pretty tough there for a while. Bro, I hope you don't mind me asking. Um, so as a rookie, like, what are the, what's the kind of paycheck looking uh, like? I think back then it was 70, 80 grand. Yep. Um, and that's for two years. Yeah. But then you get match payments as well. So every match payment you get might be three grand or something. Yeah. Oh, that's so you good. Play three that's games good. In a month, you know, extra ten grand or whatever. But after two years, if you had a you know good couple of years, you can negotiate and mm. with your manager. I had a manager back at the. Everyone's got a manager, and um, you can pretty much ask for what you think you're worth. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Man. Um, these. So for your match payments, is it? Do you get like a winning bonus as well, or is it just? 
Uh, that's something match. you can put in your contract. So up forward, I can put like, say, if I kick twenty goals yep. the season, I want an extra ten grand or yeah, yeah. But uh, right. you get yeah, finish best and fairest. To, I think the top player gets like fifty grand, second forty five, um, and so on. <laughs> that's for the top ten. So yeah. Um, but yeah, you can always put those stuff in into your contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. And what what kind of cut does your manager take? Does he take a percentage of? Uh, yeah, I think it's like. Three percent or something. Two three percent, so it's not too much. Oh, yeah, that's, not too, too that, that's pretty reasonable, bro. The yeah. two to three percent, eh? Most yeah. managers do that. It's not too much, bro. Um, how does the next five years look for yourself, bro? Uh, for me, I think I'll continue to work on the mines. I've got a nice little crazy gig out there, and um, just support the kids and do everything I can for them coming through. Now, you know, they're they're doing pretty well at sports, so and yep. schooling. So follow your footsteps. Hopefully, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think the daughter's going to be pretty good at whatever um, sports. She wants to pursue. Um, yep. She plays netball, basketball, rugby. Yeah, touch, true. So everything. Yeah, I've seen everything. her carving up her, her rugby and stuff, bro. It's, yeah, it's so, mean. Yeah, just trying to guide them and support them and be there for them and, and whatever yeah. they want to do. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Boys playing. Uh, boys playing footy. Yeah, so boys play footy Saturdays, rugby on Sundays. Do they play for Peel, Main. bro? Ah, uh, not yet. Couple, hopefully, a couple more years. Couple more years, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Did you ever win bro. the Bernie Naylor medal, bro? Uh, I come second a couple of times. Oh, did you? Times, yeah. I'm training Benny Soaks at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ask him how the uh, 2019 grand final went. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll let him know, bro. I'll let him know. <laughs> no, he, he was a gun. He was always, you know, leading goal kicker. So I think over 50, 50 goals each season. So he was, I'm surprised he didn't actually get get picked up to either West Coast, West Coast or Freo. He dominated for a few years there. Oh, he's he's just done the Coach Joe program. We'll see what kind of contracts are sitting <laughs> for him next year, bro. <laughs> uh, you boys got anything else? Nah, bro. Fucking nah. good shit. Nah. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Well, brother, so I've got a... Uh, this is a black book, bro. They just bought it in. Um, what we do with our guests, bro, is we get them to write their best piece of advice that I've ever been given. So just have a think about it. You can do mm. it at the end, bro. Um, and then if you could just sign it for us, brother, and we'll share it on the next podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, boys, nothing worse. <laughs> All right. So we've got a segment. I don't know if Levi's told you about it. Um, explain it, bro. So pretty much a situation that that you, that you've hated, or it could be from a childhood or anything. Um, so nothing worse, uh, for example, nothing worse, or just a little example, than having to give someone the last bite of your food or something. Could be something small, petty, yep. whatever. Good little laugh. Yep. Um, I'll just quickly add, boys. I think I found them one of the best pies in Perth. True. Um, the local but- no nah, local butcher, bro. They fucking awesome. In the High Wycombe Shopping Centre, they got a um, on Saturdays. I was actually trying to get there before here, but didn't make it. They do homemade um, sausage rolls only on Saturdays and pies. On uh, steak, onion, fuck pulled porks. So I had one, brought it home. Do you want a bite? Nah, sweet. Get down to the last bite. And of course, Leisha asked for the last bite. <laughs> so fuck, nothing worse. Huh? That <laughs> was a good example. <laughs> yeah. um, you got anything for us? Was that you? No, I've got a, another, another. Start us off, Niff. Nothing worse? Yeah, yep. start us off. Yeah, oh, actually, because um, actually, I just thought about this one. I saw uh, Leroy and, and Pong were all down at the Kids State titles, eh, bro? Mm. And I've got roped into coaching. And I thought, look, they're, they're under eights, bro. Conan's four years old, bro. Like, you, they're going to play four games throughout the day. We only play three at state titles. Had a look at their roster. They had eight games there. And there was <laughs> 20, 20 minutes, 20 minutes break. 20 minutes, 20 minutes break. And I was like... Didn't even have time to get a feed, eh? Nah, no. Oh, I got a Mr. Whippy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so I'm out there, bro. Fucking, there's not a lot of sunscreen. And if I put sunscreen on my forehead, 
comes into my eyes. Ah, mm-hmm. It's a mess, bro, but I didn't take my hat and stuff like that as well. Anyway, bro, there's nothing worse, bro, getting sunburned on the head. Two days later, bro, it looks like someone has just veated your skin <laughs> off your head, bro. And you're just walking around with this white patch all week, bro. Oh, Nothing worse. The old Simba. Yeah. <laughs> the Rafiki the ones. Simba. Got, got, got Simba, bro. Got Simba. Here, look, I got one, bro. You're back home in New Zealand, bro. You're walking walking around bare feet. <laughs> Nothing worse, bro. Then walking on fucking prickle grass, bro. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Every five steps, bro, you got to stop and pick the fucking prickles. Prickle in the big toe. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, bro. It's NZ prickle grass, bro. It's the soil. Yeah, nothing soil. worse. Yeah, well, I haven't soil, encountered bro. any of that nah. over here in Aussie, bro. Because it's, like it's, it's on sand, bro. Yep. Yeah, it's on fair sand. core. Fair core. I don't even know if there's anything behind that. I'm just I'm just <laughs> making shit up, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, I've got one. Um, nothing worse... Then meeting a girl that you might be interested in. I'm going back. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> yeah. Be careful, bro. Yeah, no, no, we can't I'm going back to when I was younger. Um, and you see a girl and you go up to her and she says, Cher, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I went back to a little little situation when I was young. Um, seeing a mate and I was like, oh, who's your mate? She's, you know. And then um, she's oh, introduced you. I was like, sweet. She's quite pretty. Cool. Go up to her. Oh, chair, bro. Oh, fuck. No. Uh, Not keen. Nothing yeah, worse. Bro. High school. Uh, Nothing worse. Highbury, Palmerston North. Was it still bad of me if I was still keen? <laughs> <laughs> Get up. <laughs> um, nothing worse. Got anything for us, bro? Yeah, I've got one. I'll probably get in trouble for it, but... Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro, be careful, bro. Careful, bro. <laughs> no, so this happened recently. I just had my Christmas uh, work Christmas through the last couple of days, and there's nothing worse than using your card at a spot where you're not meant to use it at. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've had a few or two drinks and just, you know, just using my card. Yeah. Next couple of days, misses the checks of your account. Oh, what's... Where's this? What are you doing here? Where's Bootylicious? Could agree with that. Yeah, yep. definitely agree Fuck. with that. That's the best one of the <laughs> day. <laughs> Can relate. Uh, uh, Joe, wisdom, bro. All right, boys. Close us off. Close us off. Got a uh, song too, Pong? Yep, I do. I do. All right, boys. The wisdom. Our generation's test to reach kotahitanga or unity for our acceptance of diversity or the lack of it will either be our greatest achievement or our ultimate demise, boys. Beautiful. Yes, that's the wisdom. Thank you for that, bro. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but Leroy, bro, just on behalf of us, thank you for coming on, bro, and sharing your story. Um, appreciate it, bro. You, yeah, bro, appreciate it. And we wish you nothing but success, bro, for oh, your future. Yeah, awesome, you know? brother. Yeah, no. Appreciate yeah. it. Appreciate <coughs> it. Um, to close us off. I went to Kendrick well, Lamar the other weekend, boys. Yeah. So I've got to play a little Kendrick Lamar song. Slow it down, don't want to go too upbeat. Yeah, a bit of a slow jam. Too slow, sorry. Probably too slow, eh? Mm. Oh, sorry, I should have gone a bit more upbeat on that one. Go humble. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to episode 21. Kia ora Enjoy your weekend. Peace.